You're listening to Jet Nation Radio, the official podcast of JetNation.com. The largest independent fan site in the NFL. Be sure to check out our forums and talk all things Jets with thousands of other diehard Jets fans. Now to get you up to date on all the latest Jets news, notes, and quotes, here are your hosts, Glenn Naughton, Dylan Terriman, and Alex Varallo. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> this is your solo host for the evening, Alex Varallo. Uh, just checking in. Had a long day today. Was uh, in attendance for the Jets practice. Uh, a little bit different than what I've normally seen the Jets do. They are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles uh, today and tomorrow for a joint practice. Uh, and they're preparing for their final preseason game this Friday against the Eagles as well. Uh, a little odd that they're practicing the same team they'll be competing against, but that was also the theme last week when they went up against the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to get into a few quick hits tonight, um, talking briefly about this weekend's preseason game. I'll also be touching in on what I saw today at practice and going over some injury-related news, um, some good, mostly bad. Uh, but there was uh, a few um, nice takeaways from today with a couple players. So we'll get into that soon. But before I get too far ahead of myself, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Miles Social. Um, you can find them at M-I-L-E-S-O-C-I-A-L.com. Uh, if you're a large business or small business or any kind of business and you're looking to improve your platform on the social media level, Mile Social is the way to go. They can help you with your social media management, web design, search engine optimization, and even search engine marketing. Uh, be sure to check them out at milesocial.com. Okay, so going to get right into uh, the mix here as far as, uh, you know, looking into uh, the injury news from today, um, you know, a couple players were um, active in, in participating, um, which was really, really good. Um, Elijah Vera Tucker was one of the individuals, uh, you know, that was in pad and a participant. He hasn't been um, doing pretty much anything but light work since he came down with this pec injury. You know, pec injuries can be a little scary, so it's good to see that he was back out there. Um, you know, he was making full contact and doing regular football things. So, um, you know, big thumbs up for Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, hopefully this will be the last that we hear about this and, and he'll continue to forge through the season. Um, another participant uh, I saw was Quinnen Williams. Uh, the Jets are still taking their time, using him back into the process. Uh, you know, he, he had his pads on. He warmed up, worked out with his squad and their grouping, but uh, did not really um, take part in too much of the contact drills. Did not see him uh, participating in the 11 versus 11 scrimmage mode, which is completely fine. You know, he's a guy that I want to see from week seven, from week one to week 17 or week 18, I should say now, I guess. Um, So I'm just, you know, very happy that the Jets are taking their time with him. Uh, Mike White was also in pads and participated in light drills. 
He did not uh, compete in the organized play. Uh, you know, he had went down during the preseason game. It didn't look that great. Um, but he was out there today um, doing some things and looks like he'll also, uh, you know, be eased back into the process as well. Um, now, the big injury news, we all know, Carl Lawson towards Achilles last week when he was with the Eagles. Um, not a great situation. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that, that's the, the brutalness of this sport here. Um, you know, at any point in time, you know, an injury can occur and, and take someone out. So, you know, unfortunately, we're going to be missing Carl Lawson for the rest of the season. It's going to be very, very difficult to replace him. You know, even furthermore, another hit on defense. Jared Davis injured his ankle um, in the preseason game as well. Uh, Coach Salas said it'll probably be six to eight weeks before we see him. Um, so that's not good, but there's still a couple weeks left in summer. So, you know, let's be hopeful for an October, um, you know, comeback for Jared Davis, uh, unless he has any setbacks, of course. So um, looks like, you know, some of these younger guys in the linebacker room are going to have to step up. Um, you know, and, and make a play here and, and, and get involved here. Uh, I do see that someone has called in, so give me one moment, and um, let me see if I can get them on the air. Hey, can you hear this me? This is Alex from Jet Nation Radio. Uh, who's calling? This is Vinny. How you doing, How are Vinny? You doing, uh, we are live on Jet um, Nation Radio. How's it going, bud? Oh, it's going great. I just wanted to let you know, big Jets fan, love the show, and also, your mother's blowing me. Okay. Um, I kind of had a uh, feeling that that one's going to be a prank as the phone number was just a series of ones. Um, nice try. Um, glad to hear that you like the show, but, uh, yeah, we don't do that here. So, uh, going right along back into the show. Uh, let's talk about the preseason game. So the preseason game was a lot of fun. Uh, Jets came away with the victory in this one, even though they don't count for the regular season. Uh, but, you know, going out and seeing a young team with a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, a rookie quarterback, and a lot of young, you know, first-year guys and second-year guys coming into the fold and, and making some things happen, um, I really, really have to take a step back and say that I'm pleasantly uh, happy with what's going on right now. Um, I really like what Mike LaFleur is doing for this team, uh, and especially for Zach Wilson. I think the play calling has uh, basically, you know, putting out a good game plan. The kid's going out there. He's executing. Um, he was pretty surgical last weekend nine for 11 with two touchdowns to Tyler Croft. Um, he hooked up with Corey Davis four times for about a total of 70 yards. Uh, Ty Johnson uh, got a lot of work in this game too. I think that as this running back committee, you know, gets deployed, I think Ty Johnson's going to have a significant role. So I was definitely um, happy to see him do some things out there. Uh, Michael Carter got a lot of carries um, in that game, too. He looked good at times. Uh, you know, the Jets are going to have a run game this year, uh, you know, between Coleman, Carter, and Johnson, and then you throw in uh, P. Ryan as well. I think, you know, with these four guys, 
we're going to consistently show a decent running game week in and week out, you know, just by having fresh legs every week. So looking forward to that. Uh, I found the defense to be a little so-so. Um, they did make some plays. They did have a couple turnovers when they needed them. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, it really seemed like the, the Jets were getting, you know, chipped away at. And, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, big plays being let up here and there. Um, I know that they had some penalties, you know, that I'm sure that they would like to bring back. But, uh, you know, they did take their lumps. Um, you know, fortunately, they played well enough to win this game. But definitely need to see some improvement in this upcoming game, preseason game versus the Eagles, um, just to give us a little bit more confidence going into the season. We've always been more of a defensive team than an offensive team. And it's interesting how the narrative throughout training camp is that the defense has had a bit of an edge on the the offense. Now when we go into these preseason games, the defense has been doing, you know, adequately well. Uh, but we've also seen a little bit more from the offensive side. So maybe it is the Jets defense that uh, is stronger than, you know, most people might have anticipated. Um, maybe it's just me that's anticipated them not to be as great, but, um, you know, collectively without having a lot of huge big names, you know, high paying contracts on that defense, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pleasant with what they've done so far, uh, you know, but obviously there's a lot of room to, to improve as far as, you know, generating a better pass rush, um, you know, AJ Dillon had some, you know, some scampers and some runs, uh, you know, in in the preseason game and kind of took advantage of us at, at certain times. So, you know, that was definitely um, something that we, we want the Jets to improve upon. Um, you know, stopping the run is, is absolutely essential. And, uh, you know, they need to focus in on more of that moving forward. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up for, for the preseason game, you know, and, and, and I'll just say it's going to be very, very exciting. You know, once this team gets completely healthy, you know, they're operating um, without their starting left guard, ABT. Um, you know, there's some Elijah Moore has yet to see the field and, you know, I'm expecting really, really good things from him. So there's a lot more to come from this team that, that looks pretty, pretty awesome. Um, that we can all get excited about, especially Elijah Moore. So um, definitely excited to see, you know, how far can this offense go? How how good can they truly be? Um, you know, a lot of it falls in on, you know, Zach Wilson's shoulders, but it's a team sport and all 11 of these guys got to figure it out. But, um, you know, definitely a lot of uh, excitement going on from from my world. Going to transition over to the uh, practice for today. My goodness, um, it felt like it was a thousand degrees out. It wasn't a cloud in the sky, um, and the sun was right overhead. Um, can definitely say I'm working on getting a very good tan this summer, uh, but I have to tip my cap to those guys going out there in 90 degree heat, doing what they do. Um, you know, trying to improve and stack every day and be and come off the field just a little bit better and doing it in quite a grueling manner. So uh, as far as the, you know, the vibe of the practice, uh, you know, the Jets and the Eagles basically were separated for the beginning part. Then they came together 
for some organized drills, and, and then they had a little bit of uh, 11 versus 11, um, which is more exciting, you know. Uh, got a good glimpse of the offense today. Defense was a little bit further um, from my eyes, so I really couldn't get a hold of how well our defense looked against the uh, against the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, and, and all of those guys. Um, there was a short stint um, where they switched fields, and they were a little bit closer, and uh, the advantage was going to the defense at first, but uh, Bryce Hall ended up having a couple penalties today. Um, one of them was, was quite questionable. I would have, you know, given him, um, you know, a thumbs up for good tight coverage, but he, he got a flag thrown on him. So, you know, Bryce uh, was getting picked on a little bit by, by the refs today. Um and I do believe that they had ended one of the series with a touchdown. So a little bit more of an advantage to the Eagles um, as far as the uh, our defense versus their offense from, from that one series. Um, I don't know if they collectively had the advantage. As I, you know, I said they were pretty far away, so I couldn't really get a hold of, you know, the personnel packages. If it was first or second string I was looking at, it was kind of hard to put all the pieces together you know, when you're looking at something a few hundred yards away. But, uh, you know, as an offense, um, it was up and down um, with the 11 on 11. Uh, the running game was not as great as we've seen. Uh, Eagles clogged up a lot of holes. There wasn't um, big gaping lanes for for our runners to go through. A um, couple plays ended up at the line of scrimmage. A couple plays were behind the line of scrimmage. Um, I do recall Ty Johnson squeaking out a good run. Um, Tevin Coleman had a couple. Um, he pretty much does that every day in practice where he takes a couple, maybe two or three plays, and it's a wow play where he's coming out the backfield catching a pass or turning the corner on a stretch play. Uh, Coleman's looked consistently good throughout camp, and, and I definitely hope that, that carries over um, into the regular season. Um, just want to take a look here. A uh, couple things I missed from the injury uh, news updates before uh, the call came in. Um, Ty Becton had to leave practice a little bit early today. He uh, was seen um, throwing up, um, possibly uh, due to the heat. As I said, it was really, really brutal out there. Um, I don't have any current news on his situation, but I do know that his day ended a little bit early and George Fan had to come in um, and finish out practice at left tackle and with him being gone. On the side field, um, I did take note of numerous players receiving uh, some treatment in late conditioning. Um, Ashton Davis, Ryan Griffin, Denzel Mims, Kyle Phillips, Jabar Zuniga, Chuma Doga, and Sheldon Rankins. Um, so all those guys getting light, light work. Um, not sure individually, you know, who's closer to getting together with the team and, and, and going uh, at 100%. Um, those, those players and their situations will unravel, I imagine, within the next couple weeks. Um, the Jets are getting ready to do their 53-man cuts. Um, I know Glenn and Dylan – um, we're anticipating doing that this week. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. That might be next week's show, so tune into that to get the predictions 
of our 53-man uh, roster prediction. Uh, oh, and uh, can't forget this one here. Brandon Eccles had a little bit of a situation today. He was in a one, one-on-one drill um, with very, very tight um, coverage on a deep pass. Uh, the ball was incomplete. Um, he did a good job doing it, but it looks like right at the end of the play, um, he got tripped up. Looks like he may have crossed with the receiver um, and then, you know, came up a little lame and, and limped off the field and, and had to be helped out um, and was sent to the training room. So not too sure what Brandon Eccles' situation is. Hopefully this is not another serious loss to our defense. Uh, he was one of the drafted rookies spoken very highly of from the defensive coaches. Uh, wasn't, I don't believe he was looking to crack the starting lineup, uh, but definitely a depth guy and somebody that I believe the Jets are very high on. So hopefully, you know, Brandon um, Eccles and Makai Becton can bounce back and, and, and get back to being full participants very quickly. Uh, so that'll wrap it up more or less on the injury news situation. Don't have too, too much um, going on, you know, in light of the uh, the big stories and the big hits that we took last week. Um, but to speak upon one of the injuries and, and now who is the next man up? Um, Jared Davis went down um, in the preseason game, as I mentioned earlier, and today I saw a lot of Jamie and Sherwood, Noah Dawkins, and Hamza Nasruddin in the linebacker group. These guys were getting mixed in and out of the lineup, um, receiving a lot of reps. I'm not sure how this is all going to play out. Uh, we might get a glimpse on who may have the lead um, to be the number two linebacker next to C.J. Mosley come week one. Uh Two weeks ago, I would have told you with Thompson Nasser Aldean. Today, I might be leading more toward Jamie and Sherwood. Um, if you don't know who their numbers are, Sherwood's number 44, Thompson's number 45. So it's either going to be 44 or possibly 45 as one of the starting linebackers in our base 4-3, possibly when they go into nickel, the 4-2 front. Um, you know, it'll be a coin flip between Sherwood and Nasser Aldean um, on who's going to be lined up next to Mosley. So that'll be quite interesting um, to see how this unfolds. Um, also know that we lost Zane Lewis last week. He was um, an individual that was having a pretty decent camp, making a lot of plays. Um, he's done. And uh, I believe about five or six days ago, LaMarcus Joyner had some back spasms, and he's working through some things. Um, a quote from Robert Sala today that if today was a game, um, a, or a game day situation, Joyner would have been a participant. He would have played. Um, but since, you know, the Jets are being very cautious with the way that they're handling their players and, and their injuries, whether they're minor or major, they're just being very cautious at this point. Um, so Joyner was not participating um, in today's, um, you know, scrimmage, let's say, when the Eagles and the Jets got together. Um, there was a lot more of Sherrod Neesman. Um, so he's had an increased role, could possibly be the number three guy um, in the fold here as far as the safety group is concerned. Um, he's just another guy that's quietly been having 
stacking up really good days at, at practice and um, don't really know how much we'll see of him uh, moving forward. But number 35, Sherrod Neeson, uh, someone to make note of and keep an eye on as we move forward. Another defensive back that I saw that was getting quite a few reps at the nickel position was Michael Carter. This is the other Michael Carter. Um, I believe he's from maybe Kentucky or North Carolina. North Carolina. He's a Tar Heel. Um, so he's in a competition right now against Javelin Gidry. Really can't say, you know, who's ahead at this point. A couple weeks ago I said Gidry. Maybe Carter's, you know, gaining a little bit momentum. Maybe they're more even than I anticipate. I still feel like Gidry's going to be the guy, but, uh, you know, he could pop, Carter could possibly be getting his reps increased so that the coaches can really see, you know, whether or not if they want to go forward with Gidry or if they're going to be missing out with Carter. So, like I said earlier in the show, a lot of first-year guys, a lot of second-year guys contributing to this team and need to step up. Um, and, you know, this is all going to be ironed out uh, relatively soon. So Okay, as far as the offensive line, I made a couple notes here on some guys that look like they could have uh, played a little bit better on certain snaps. Dan Feeney and Greg Van Roten looks like they struggled a little bit um, and let up some interior pressure today. Um, I think one of the guys on the beat had notated five sacks today. Um, Wilson was pretty efficient. I think he was around 10 for 14 um, for his attempts during the practice. But, uh, you know, pressure all day long up in his face. Um, Fortunately for him, he is accurate. He does have a quick release. um, And he's seeing Sunday-like situations very early on in the process. So it doesn't look great when you're out there. But experience-wise, it's really, really getting Zach um, acclimated. Uh, with the type of pressures that he's going to see. Mainly it's been from his own teammates. Now seeing it from a different squad uh, puts a little bit of a different element to it. Um, I think there was even a play where, uh, you know, one of the guys incidentally brushed up against Zach and might have knocked him over, and then, you know, a couple of the linemen had to come defend him. So um, good to see that there's, you know, some fight out there um, from our guys. They need to do a better job of protecting him. I know that um, – you know, LaFleur had recently said, you know, the protection needs to get better. It is a bit of a concern. It's all part of the process of the offensive line gelling together. So, you know, this is um, an ongoing working progress here with the offensive line. I mean, they're going to be a huge factor on whether or not if our running game successful, if Zach Wilson's going to have enough time to do what he needs to do. Um, you know, we saw some plays from this previous preseason game, um, one of the big connections that he made with Corey Davis, you know, he went through his progressions, you know, stood tall in the pocket, moved his feet, put himself in better position when pressure was in his face, let it rip, put some, you know, velocity on the ball and and put it to only where his guy could get it. Um, You know, those are the types of things that Zach Wilson is capable of doing. And it's very important that the offensive line gives him enough time to make those highlight plays um, that we've seen him do in college. And, you know, seeing him this past weekend make a couple nice big plays like that, um, really, really promising at this point. Uh, But 
offensive line, always room for improvement. Hopefully these guys can, you know, continue to gel as the weeks go by. I know they're not 100% healthy. Um, they're going to have to figure this thing out maybe on the fly, but um, something that the offensive line definitely needs to do. Um, you know, as far as the, you know, the tempo today when they were competing um, against, you know, the Eagles in 11 versus 11, it didn't really seem like um, they were going deep into the playbook. It was a little bit more of a conservativeness, um, which is fine because, you know, they are going to be going up against um, the Eagles on Friday. So you don't really want to show them all your plays and then, you know, be stuck with what are you going to do and what are you going to call um, when the lights are on and when it really matters. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do tomorrow. Um, that'll be the final day of practice with the Eagles. Um, not too sure if it's going to be similar to what we saw today or if it's going to be a notch. Um, kind of hard to game plan and run your scripted plays when you're, when you're practicing against the team you're going to be playing against. So um, this is probably um, new and probably not creating too much difficulty, but putting a little twist um, for our coaches on how they're putting their practice together, game planning, um, you know, clearly the walkthrough on Thursday will be very important for this team because they'll finally be able to um, pencil out and, and, and figure out how, what kind of game plan they're going to utilize against the Eagles on Friday. Uh some players of note that I saw from today, some of them I had already mentioned. Um, Corey Davis continues to look good, caught several passes today. Um, does really well, you know, working against zone coverage, finding those areas um, to make himself available for Zach. Saw one of those today. Um, just ran a crisp route. Um, created, you know, a nice pocket, um, a window. Uh, for for Zach to find him in, um, he delivered it. Perfect strike. Um, you know, those are the kind of things that that I really like to see. You know, not not the big things, the little things. Um, he had a nice connection with Elijah Moore. Um, was kind of like a deep out or possibly a post corner route. Um, he beat his man. Zach put it on the money, um, only to where you know Eli could get it. Um, and he came down with it right by the uh, the sideline. So another good play for the young rookie um, after, you know, dealing with a minor injury last week and all of us, you know, grabbing our chest and hoping that this wasn't serious. Glad to see that he's come back this week and he's already participating. That's a very, very good sign. Um, and then as far as, you know, the, uh, the running backs, as I mentioned, Tevin Coleman, um, was probably the best of the running backs today. Uh, Michael Carter saw a significant amount of reps. He's been getting mixed in with the first string, second string, third string. He's been all over the place. Um, saw him majority of his snaps were with the second and third string in the preseason game against the Packers. Uh, but he's shown enough that he can work with the first string. And uh, I, I would not be surprised if we saw more of that um, upcoming into this preseason game. You know, from what I'm hearing from certain guys around the beat, that even though this is the final preseason game, 
and normally in the final preseason game, no starters play. This is technically the third preseason game, so um, the Jets are going to apparently uh, going to be treating it as such. And we could possibly be seeing the starters play the entire first quarter, maybe even coming out to the second quarter as well. Normally they play up till half. Not sure if that's going to be the case, but after this weekend they get a week they get a week off um, before the season starts. So we're about two weeks away from the beginning of the season, and uh, there's definitely plenty of time um, for the first team to go out get some more reps in and then have a nice, you know, two week break before the season starts. So excuse me. I would anticipate all systems go this Friday for at least the first quarter and maybe some of the first string in the second quarter as well. Uh, and just, you know, continue to, to build and, and try to progress um, as they get through this process here. <clears throat> Forgive me, um, running the solo show, voice is getting a little hoarse. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to wrap it up here. Um, like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show. We're doing around uh, about 30 minutes tonight. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll call it right here. So for everybody um, that does not know, uh, please go to JetNation.com. We are the number one fan forum in the NFL. You can download our app. Um, you know, get to the to the message board. There are group conversations and discussions going on 24-7. Um, all about the Jets, all day, every day. Um, you know, you can never get enough content on there. We have our staff writers, Glenn, Dylan, putting out great pieces every week. Um, Green Bean, he's like our YouTube guy. He does some stuff on Instagram. Um, you need to go check him out. He does great stuff as well. And um, you know, of course, with uh, with our radio show here, um, you know, Blog Talk Radio is our main. But you can also find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, I believe Google Play. You can find us on YouTube. I believe we're also on Spotify. So you know, we are out there. Um, come find us. Tune in. Give us a review. Let us know. How, what you think of the show, what we can do to improve. Um, and, yeah, JetNation.com. Don't forget it. So for everybody here, um, this is Alex Rello. I'm signing off. I will uh, be in attendance for practice tomorrow. I'll probably do a little write-up on that. Um, might do a before and after video. If you guys haven't um, – if you're not aware of that, I've been posting those to Facebook and Instagram not able to get them over onto Twitter. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can, you know, see my live uh, reactions um, before and after camp. Um, you know, and those are those are always good because, you know, I get all the details out that's fresh on the mind. So um, at NYJetLife24, everybody, thank you for tuning, tuning in and checking us out yet again. Everyone be well, stay safe, and as per usual, go Jets. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Jet Nation Radio. Glenn is at AceFan23, and Alex is at NYJetsLife24. Until next time, go Jets!